the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. I love being with you. I love being together today because we've been talking about expecting great things. And I expect great things. I expect great things that God wants to do in your life and even today. Are you expecting him to do something wonderful in your life today? God loves you. He's a good, good heavenly father. And he wants to hear from us. He wants to hear your prayers. He wants to answer your prayers. We were talking on the previous show about the the prodigal son and how he came back and the father hugged him and kissed him and embraced him and, and just welcomed him back with open arms. And we said, Lord, we want to have that heart and we want to be back in your arms and back close to you. And so that's where we start off today, expecting great things. And we want to know, God, how, how do you answer our prayers? How does this happen? What do we say? And, and so there are some requirements in approaching God. Uh, it says in Hebrews Five, seven, that during the days of Jesus's life on earth, this <laughs> even Jesus, he offered up prayers and petitions with loud cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. Hmm. So there's a little secret, isn't there, in that scripture? Why did God hear the prayers of Jesus? Because of his reverent submission. So what is reverent submission and how is it expressed in the life of Jesus? Well, let's look at it a little bit farther. There's perhaps uh, something we can learn about approaching God with reverent submission. If Jesus did that, maybe we should do that as well. It says in Matthew 26, 39 to 45, going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed. So this is Jesus in the garden in Gethsemane. He fell to the to the ground on his face to pray. I, I remember doing that once. We I remember I've done it more than once. Uh, just a, a time that came to my mind just now. But I remember laying on my face on the on the cold floor of our basement. And it was this old home and it was a cellar basement. And we had the washer and dryer down there. So you have the warmth of the dryer and the, the humming of the washer. And I'm on my face and I found this song. It was a, a Ron Canoli song on faith, and I'm listening to this song on faith, and I'm I'm laying on flat on my face on this cold concrete, dirty floor, and I'm like, God, I want to serve you. I want to serve you where you want us to be, and if you want us in Columbus, then I want to be in Columbus, and if you want us somewhere else, make that clear, make it abundantly clear, but just you know, God. 
I don't know. I didn't even know anything about Columbus at the time. To me, it seemed flat and cold. <laughs> and I just didn't know. I mean, I was a southern girl. I grew up in Tennessee where it's warm and there's mountains and, uh, I, you know, anyway, lots of mosquitoes and that kind of thing. But I thought, Columbus, Lord, okay. If that's where you have us, I will go. We will go. And and it just so this this reverent submission moment and that's kind of what I see in my mind, you know, Jesus, he's in the garden and he's he's face down on the ground and he says, My father, if it's possible, could this cup be taken from me? What what was that cup? That cup was the cross. So he knew the cross was coming, he knew the cross was going to be the atonement for the sins of the whole world and that he could participate in this idea from the father of the cross. And, but he's like, you know, God, is it, is there any way to not go there yet? Not as I will, but as you will, that's what Jesus said. Not as I will, but as you will, you know, there's going to be suffering ahead. There's going to be embarrassment ahead. There's, there's going to be this stuff, but if that's what, is needed, Lord, to save the world, I will do it. So it says, then he returned to his disciples and he found them sleeping. <laughs> is that, isn't that the, the way it is? You know, you're in a hard crunch. Have you ever been in a hard place? And you're like, where are my friends? Do I really have any friends? And who are my good friends? And, and <laughs> anybody praying with me? Anybody like really praying? Or are they just going, uh, good vibes and thinking about you? Well wishes? No, 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 no. When you're in a hard, hard place, you want to know that there's, Strong Christian believers with you, praying for you, your friends around you. And here's Jesus. I mean, he's sweating drops of blood. He's in this hard place. And he says, uh, where's my disciples? He turns around and they're sleeping. Can you not keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter, watch him pray. I mean, can't you just, you can feel it, can't you, the tension. Watch him pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing but the body is weak. So he really kind of tried to tune him up there. It says, then he went away. Jesus went away a second time and prayed. So the second time it was really bothering him, wasn't it? Oh, father, if it's not possible for this cup to be taken away, unless I drink it. And again, what was that cup? The cup was the cross. Unless I drink it, may your will be done. Wow. What a powerful prayer. May your will be done. God, Okay, I will, if you want me to go to the cross, I will go to the cross. When he came back, he again found them sleeping and their eyes were heavy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Just pause the tape right there. So Peter and the guys, even after that initial reprimand, like the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. And why are you sleeping? And don't you know I need you? I really need you. They, they went back to sleep. Before I point a finger too much at the disciples here, I know that's me. So many times it's probably late at night or I'm tired in the morning and God is like, can't you get up? I have things I want to talk to you about. I have things I want to show you in my word, Jennifer. Don't you want to spend some time with me? So they were a lot like us, aren't they? Their eyes were heavy, (laughs) it says in verse 43. So Jesus left them and he went away once more and he prayed the third time and he said the same thing you know lord the cup can you take it away and if not okay yes i'll drink it and may your will be done 
you know, it, he really, you can feel the heart of Jesus, this reverent submission to God. God, it's kind of, I feel all alone right now. My friends are sleeping. My disciples are sleeping. These are the ones that I've been pouring my whole ministry into them. I've been pouring my whole heart. They've seen miracles. They've seen water to wine. They've seen uh, lepers healed. They've, they've seen, they've walked on water, Lord. And what are they doing when I need them right now the most? They're sleeping. <clears throat> wow. And I'm trying to solve with you, God, if I need to go to the cross and if, if I have to have to do that. And if I do, I'm willing to do that. You know, imagine this conversation. Imagine this scene in that garden. And these are, this is similar to the scenes of our life. Sometimes you are wrestling down with God these things and you don't, your friends are, are you can't even seem to find them. But you're like, Lord, I'll, I want to do what you want me to do. And that is reverent submission. Lord, I want to go where you want me to go. I want to say what you want me to say. Maybe you have a conversation coming up with someone and you're like, God, I don't know if I can say this. But if you want me to, I will. Um, so, okay, verse 45. Then Jesus returned to the disciples. So, I mean, they've been, what, back and forth several times. Returned to the disciples and he said to them, are you still sleeping and resting? I mean, look, the hour is near. And the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hand of sinners. I mean, it was just moments before Judas came with that awful betrayal kiss and they came with the swords and by this time what peter's fully awake right he, he's literally lopping off the ear of one of the soldiers when they come to arrest jesus i mean they're coming in the night they're coming with swords they're coming with clubs and and by now peter's fully awake fully ready to fight cuts off the ear jesus picks up the ear puts it back on and says peter this isn't the way this isn't the way it's not going to work I just, I think so, so much about Jesus in those moments because here's Judas. Judas was one of the 12 and Judas knew all the glorious things of God. Judas had seen the goodness of God. He he had walked with him. They had eaten meals together. They had all of the miracles together, everything. And then to betray him with a kiss. Wow. Kiss on the cheek, you know, in all of that. Jesus was crying out in his heart to the Lord and saying, if it's your will, Lord, I'll go to the cross. You know, you wonder if Peter hadn't fallen asleep and he had just been able to stay up praying and hang in there with the Lord, would it have given him strength to not fall into those temptations? So, because they go immediately from this and Peter denies the Lord three times. I wonder if he'd have stayed up all night and spent that sweat and tears and blood with the Lord, if maybe he'd have had the courage and the strength to not fall into that temptation to deny the Lord. I don't know. I mean, we don't, some things we don't know, do we? But I think that if we can, even in all of that, God God was so merciful to Peter, wasn't he? Restored Peter and Peter just wept so bitterly over it all. And I, we can relate to that. We can relate to that. Sometimes we don't wait. We don't watch. Even in that God redeemed Peter. But also I think we can learn a lesson. Maybe we should. Because Jesus was very intent telling them, wake up and pray. Wake up and watch. Can't you stay with me? And if we can do that, we will be 
in a really sweet spot with the Lord, I think that's a step. So ask God, you know, maybe there's a time this week that you need to stay up late and pray. Just worship God and pour your heart out to him or get up early this week and pray. Can you give him that one hour? He says one hour. Let's make that commitment. Can we do that? Let's just make that commitment right now that we are going to give him that one hour this week and up early or late and say, God, I, I want to have reverent submission to you. Uh, your will to be done in my life. What is your will? Not mine, not my will, not my ideas, not my desires, but your plans. What a beautiful reverent submission. It, it really means renouncing our will and embracing the will of God. Uh, Matthew 6, 9 this then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We begin that by saying that your will be done. Lord, I thank you for today. We submit to you. We choose you. We look to you in every way. Well, amen. Amen. God, you are so good. It's fun being together, isn't it? Isn't it fun just thinking about God's word and meditating on it and talking about it? I love it. I love it. I love you. I love being with you. I pray for you all the time, all the time. Oh, I have a, you know, this is a section where we do, we grow together. It's so exciting. We expect great things from God. And on the next uh, section, we have a story. We have a fabulous testimony to encourage your faith. Stay with us. In the meantime, go to jennifer-jackson.org. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.